Welcome to the MP3 Podcast, Mastering Personality, Perspective, and Productivity, where we believe you need a stronger foundation for a higher elevation. We invite you to listen as we talk about personality, to connect and to understand, perspective, to explore and shine, and productivity, to demonstrate and resolve. And now, your hosts, Ariel Kopak and Roger Wolkoff. In today's episode, we're going to talk about personality, personalities in conflict and understanding. Roger, would you share the quote that we chose for today? I'd love to. Everything that irritates us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. That's by Carl Jung. And I'm curious, Ariel, why'd you pick that one? So I wanted to share a story about a coworker that I had conflict with in the past. A little bit of background. This is a fellow coworker from a few years ago, fellow female, had been in the same firm as me for longer than I had. And I can't even say how it happened, but over time, tension developed between us. And it was noticeable to other peers, other people in the executive team and such, which was not a good thing. This coworker and I both cared about the office, the people. Our hearts were both in the right place, but we just could not see. Yeah, why the tension then if you're both in the same place, right? Exactly. And I couldn't quite figure it out. Wanted to blame it on simply the female dynamic (laughs) in the workplace. (laughs) Sure. And who knows if that's a part of it, but we both cared a lot about promoting other women and supporting one another too. So that was a theory, but it didn't seem to hold up, at least not fully, with why the tension. Didn't understand the source of the tension, but it was evident that it was there. After a while of these conversations happening, this tension building, and a lot of it was under the surface, but a lot of it would come up in different ways, and neither of us seemed to really know how to fix it. Eventually, this coworker, and she was a not my boss, but she was a superior to me. She said, we need to have a meeting and work this out. And I wholeheartedly agreed, but I was like, I don't know how we're going to figure this out. When you don't know it, it can be uncomfortable and you think you know what it is. And it's frustrating when you don't know what it is. So what'd you do? So it was the night before the meeting and I thought, okay, we have to figure this out or else... This meeting is going to be a waste. We're both going to leave frustrated and it's going to be a continuation. And I don't know what that will lead to if this tension just continues. It it was not beneficial for us or for the office, for the people that we were leading to let that continue. But I didn't know how to fix it. So it was the night before the meeting and I was tossing and turning, you know, couldn't sleep, couldn't... I thought, I don't know how I'm going to handle this meeting tomorrow because I don't know what to say. I don't know how to resolve this. We've all been there, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, I was still in a place of frustration, right? Of, ah, this is so frustrating. This shouldn't be even existing. Why are we in this situation? So I did what I know to do, and I went and studied personality types. Thankfully, I knew her personality wow. type, and I knew mine. And so I went in, and I dug into our personalities that night. It was the only thing I could think of to do. Sure. It's like, let me just try and understand where each of us is coming from. Right. It may not resolve the issue, but let me at least try and understand what's going on here. Because I knew there was something going on beneath the surface, but I didn't know what it was. Sure. And after having all that uncertainty, 
where you don't know what she's thinking and you can go down a, a couple of different roads. You can climb the inference ladder and just wonder what is it? What is it? What is it? So you naturally Ariel thought personality types. What'd you find? So I dug into her personality type and my personality type online, looking through Myers-Briggs articles and different things that I could find. And something I read struck me. Something I read indicated that her personality type really valued being appreciated for their knowledge, their expertise, and their authority. Mm. So they work hard, this personality type generally works hard to get where they're at. And they really value being appreciated by those around them. Right. And showing that appreciation somehow, right? Being told, being Mm -hmm. recognized, being acknowledged for it. Like, I appreciate where you've come from. Wow. You've studied hard to get here or your experience. Is that, am I on the right track? That that's what this personality Mm -hmm. type might like? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. So when I read that, it struck me and I realized this is what this person is probably looking for craving just innately, right? The personality type is, it's just an innate desire. Sure. And I was likely perceiving that. And due to the frustration and the tension withholding that from that person, because I was frustrated. I was frustrated with this person. And I thought I probably realized beneath the surface that this person was craving that. Yeah. And I was perhaps intentionally withholding it. Oh my gosh. What a Not dynamic. consciously aware, but I was probably <laughs> intentionally withholding it because I was at a place of, I don't think that you deserve this appreciation right now because I was so caught up in what they weren't doing or the conflict right. that was existing. I was very focused on that. So what I had to do was <laughs> after I realized that this is what this person was craving and I was not giving any of that because of the tension and the conflict that was going on, I had a moment of, oh, if I'm going to resolve this conflict, if I'm going to release this tension, I have to give her what she needs. But she wants, she wants to be appreciated, but you were withholding it, mm-hmm. right? So the dynamic is, if I'm putting myself in her shoes, why doesn't Ariel appreciate me? That might be the reigning conscious or subconscious thought going through her mind because her personality type prefers, right? Mm-hmm. Prefers to have that appreciation. Is that right? Yes. And perhaps also there's the interpretation, right? So if I'm not giving appreciation. Yes it may be perceived as lacking respect. Yep. So if I'm not acknowledging... So that's the story going on in her mind. (laughs) Quite possibly. If I'm not acknowledging her expertise, her experience, her knowledge, and all that she does and has to give, that may be perceived as this person doesn't respect me and is constantly challenging my authority. Right. No wonder you had a communication problem. Right. (laughs) Lots of little things going on here sure. that add up to quite a bit of conflict that's gone all going on beneath the surface. Right. So you go in now prepared with, I think this is the key. Did you have the right key? After realizing that this person really valued being appreciated, I had a moment that night of, okay, if I'm going to actually work to resolve this tension, this conflict in this meeting, I have to tell her what I appreciate about her. And that was a moment of swallowing my pride because I was so caught up in the tension and the conflict and what I thought that she was, what I thought she was withholding or whatever I thought the source of the frustration was. I had to momentarily let that go and think, okay, what do I really appreciate about this person? What is it that this person brings to the table that I value and that I should let her know I value this? So I 
got up, turned on the light, and started making the list. I wrote out the list of the things that I appreciate about her, the things that I value. And I wasn't facetious about it. I wasn't right. manipulative about it. I was being honest and intentional. That has the potential to come off insincere, right? It could. So there's the what. So you listed the what. You listed what you did appreciate. Mm-hmm. But the important thing was that I didn't lie, right? right? It was about being intentional of, okay, I really do value and appreciate these things about this person. It's kind of like when you do a gratitude exercise when you're in a negative headspace. Yep. It doesn't mean that the things that you appreciate are any less true. It just takes a little bit of extra effort and intention yeah. and emotional investment to be think, okay, what am I grateful for? And this is what I was doing with a person. What am I grateful for about this person? It totally reminds me of, I call them step outside yourself moments. <laughs> mm. And that's really what you were doing. You were stepping outside that space where you were together in conflict, which is what we're talking about today, right? Conflict and personalities. Mm-hmm. Wow. How huge for you and lesson to others <laughs> to step outside of the situation when you realize that she did need the appreciation to actually say, you know what? I think I'm going to try this. So we're at the point now where you're listing everything out. It's still the night before. Mm-hmm. So I listed everything out and I listened. I thought, I really do appreciate these things about her and I should let her know. I should let her know that I appreciate these things. And so the next day we had our meeting she walked into my office, sat down, and I said, I said something along the lines of, I know we have a lot to talk through. And I know that there's an elephant in the room with regards to a break in our communication. But before we dig into that, there are some things I need to let you know. And this is true regardless of what happens in this conversation. This is true regardless of whether or not we resolve the tension or conflict that we have going on. I think it's important that you know these things. And so I shared with her what I appreciate about her, how much I value her knowledge, how much I know I can learn from her. And those were all really true things. Right. And after sharing that, she teared up. And that was when I knew that she really had been... That was it. ...looking for that. Yeah. You had the right key. Yes. You were right on target. She teared up. Yes. Seeing her tear up and saying, thank you for sharing that and seeing how that impacted her. I had a moment of, wow, it worked. And another moment of, wow, I didn't realize how much me withholding that from her was affecting Mm -hmm. her. And I actually feel bad for getting so caught up and focused on what I was frustrated by, what I didn't like, what I didn't appreciate. Yeah, Spending all that time focusing on what I didn't appreciate instead of giving a few moments to what I did. A great lesson there. So it's easy to focus on what we don't. It's so easy to go down that path. And I remember something we talked about on a prior episode Mm -hmm. where you can't blame yourself for what you didn't know previously. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you didn't, right? You know, so now that you had this newfound knowledge of, hey, you know what? I know her personality type and I think she prefers to be appreciated. Let me see how this goes. You experimented a little bit and said, Mm -hmm. hey, And it wasn't just an experiment. We're not trying to sound callous or heartless here because we're not. You did it with heart and you did it with intention, heartfelt intention. Let's put them together. And what a profound difference it made. I'm just sitting here. I'm I'm in the room with you right now. (laughs) Uh, You painted such a beautiful picture. And I'm just imagining what that must have been like for her and you. It broke the ice. It broke the tension. I finally realized that what 
was going on externally was simply a symptom of what was going on internally, right. which was that she and I were not focused on what we appreciated about each other as much as we were focused on what we were frustrated by with each other. Right. Right. And so when we changed that focus, it led to openness. When I shared my appreciation about her, she shared her appreciation about me and it led to, okay, how do we work better together through this? How do we communicate better? How do we stay in this space instead of in the space that we were in? Yes. I swear it was a turning point. Our communication drastically changed. Did everything always go perfectly or did we always see eye to eye? No. No, but it bridged the communication gap. Of course. And the hurdle wasn't so huge. Right. It led to a greater understanding of each other and our different strengths. And when I opened up and shared with her what I appreciate about her, she shared with me what she appreciated about me. And I could tell that that was genuine too. Of course. So as a value and her personality type, right? We're talking about mm-hmm. personality type. So not only does is appreciation a way she likes to receive, it's also a way she likes to give. Mm -hmm. Right. And so a couple of things going on there. You said it so well. You created space. You created a space for communication to happen and a safe space, I'm going to say, and for the barrier to be broken. Yes. Or overcome. And that's how we build those tiny bonds of trust. Because once she felt like she could trust you, then she was open to having any conversation. It wasn't about the other conversation problems you were having. Mm -hmm. It led to you being able to solve whatever problem came your way once you got over that big one. But Isn't it funny how knowing personality types, how important that is to understanding how to communicate with each other? What a fascinating story, Ariel. So what's really interesting about your story, what was going on there, reminds me of some of the stuff that you and I have talked about with emotional intelligence. There were some triggers happening. Would you agree? Absolutely. Right? So your seeming lack of appreciation Mm -hmm. to her, her not understanding what you needed, Uh, Again, she didn't go deep into personality types, perhaps, but she knew there was a problem. She just didn't know how to address it. So -hmm. there was friction there. But isn't it interesting that just a little bit of knowledge about personality types led you to where you were, but it was triggering, right? So the triggering was, from her standpoint, here she comes again. She doesn't appreciate me. She doesn't value me. I'm not going to even give her the time of day. I'm not going to let her in. I'm not going to trust her. All these conversations that might be going on in her head triggered her. And you were triggered too, I would imagine, Mm -hmm. in some way, right? Hence the staying up late at night, wondering what the heck we're going to talk about the next day. Right. So what happens with these triggers? Why do we get triggered? I know I talk about it in emotional intelligence all the time. I know it's a self-awareness thing, recognizing what our triggers are. But what does it mean to you, Ariel? I would say it means what you just said there about recognizing what it's tapping into. But oftentimes we talk about triggers hitting a pain point of something that already exists, like an insecurity or hitting a wound that someone else created or that was established long ago. I think there's a distinction with triggers being something that hits a pain point and also a trigger being, this is not alignment with who I am or what I believe. There's a misalignment here. So I don't know if the proper term is triggers, but I think it triggers an awareness. It triggers a, hey, this is not in alignment with what I believe or how I view the world. This isn't the way things should be, in my opinion, right? And that can get under your skin just as much as someone tapping a wound can. You're saying a lot of things that make complete sense. I know in past and present, (laughs) when Mm -hmm. I get triggered, they sometimes bring me back to a place or a situation I've felt before. And what I tend to do is 
without awareness or with awareness. But sometimes what I've done is I've said, oh my gosh, this situation is so much like that time five years ago, 10 years ago, or whatever it might be. Or this person reminds me of this person who hurt me. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I'm going to bring all that baggage with me forward. Oh, yes. And I'm going to treat them the same way. I had this in a work situation where a coworker of mine and I, we got along just fine. And then all of a sudden, she clammed up and became obstinate and would not reveal information or oh. something was going on. And it reminded me of a past relationship that just really went sour. Mm-hmm. So all of that came to the forefront and I started attributing to her all the feelings and all the attributes of what was going on in that situation. And it caused me to raise my emotions and, and not behave as I typically would. I mean, it really triggered my fight or flight response. <laughs> Absolutely. It can trigger that fight or flight response. And I think sometimes someone reminds you of someone else and you may not even be really aware. Mm-mm. I really don't know. But for all I know, that person was triggering a memory of someone else for me. It could Mm -hmm. be that. It could be just as simple as it was a misalignment of values. It could also be that that person reminded me of a similar situation, a similar relationship dynamic that was not satisfactory. Exactly. But that's how our minds work. It's always bouncing new information off of past experience. How should I interpret this based off of my past experience? Right. And to round out the story, it wasn't an immediate realization. It took me probably about, I remember it was a good week or so to realize, oh, that's right. She's reminding me of so-and-so and oh my gosh, I probably should change my perspective because I think I was short with her. I was snarky. I just wasn't even being me. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine made me aware of that. And they said, you know, Raj, you're not yourself. Mm-hmm. I said, I know because, oh, she's doing X. And it wasn't until I said, oh, she reminds me of, oh, <laughs> There's the moment of awareness. Maybe that's why I'm acting <laughs> yeah. the way I'm acting. Oh, hey, you know, as I've said to you many times, I can be taught, I can learn. And that was a learning moment. So I guess to our folks who are listening, what would we want them to take away from our personality and, and conflicts and understanding here? I think it's important, as you're saying right there, to dig into why. Yeah. We both had a gift of exposure to the why you in your moment of revelation of they just remind me of this person right that was your right. realization of why moment for me it was digging into research of personality types yeah. and seeing this is why this is what's going on here beneath the scenes or in our minds and in our emotions so if there's someone that is triggering you if there's someone that's getting under your skin someone that just rubs you the wrong way irritates you as you said makes you react in a way that you feel is not yourself Digging into why, Mm -hmm. asking yourself, who are they reminding me of? As you said, Mm -hmm. perhaps what value are they demonstrating and what value am I demonstrating? Exactly. Because there's might be a misalignment of values there. And if that's the case, how do you appeal to their values and how do you share yours? Also asking yourself, as we talked about tapping into an insecurity or a wound Are they hitting a wound? Are they tapping into an insecurity of mine? And that's what I'm reacting to. Are they potentially tempting you to something that you're trying to avoid? (laughs) We can sometimes get frustrated by... If you're trying to avoid gossip, if you're trying to avoid gossiping, and there's someone around you who is gossiping, probably going to find them extra irritating because they're doing the very thing that you are working hard to avoid. The behavior that you're trying to stop. So their indulgence in the temptation can create a lot of tension and frustration if you're trying to avoid that temptation. That's right. 
I think just as we talked about awareness in regards to perspective, also awareness with personality types. If someone's getting under your skin, rubbing you the wrong way, ask yourself why. And also identify their differences and realize that differences are just differences. There's not right or wrong with personality types. It's just different. It is. And I think one of the things I would take away going back to the quote, right? Everything that irritates Mm -hmm. us about others can lead us to an understanding of ourselves. As hard as it may seem, look for the learning opportunity. Absolutely. It may take a while to come to that, but is there something that I can learn from this person? Chances Mm -hmm. are there might be. So those opportunities can be teaching moments for us too, in a way that leads us to understand ourselves a little better. And just finalizing on that point, there are certain personality types that value tradition, authority, the way things have been done before more than another personality type. That's just a trend. It's just a personality tendency. And again, neither is right or wrong, but acknowledging the difference can allow for identifying the gap and then coming together through that gap. So when you see where someone else is at and you see that you're different from them, that's an understanding of yourself right there. Always starts with awareness. Well put. What a great way to wrap this one up. Be sure to follow Ariel and Roger on your favorite social media channels and to rate the show highly where you listen to your podcasts. Now, Ariel and Roger have three asks of you. Share this with at least one person who may benefit from this content. Capture your three takeaways from this episode and visit www.mp3-podcast.com to subscribe to the podcast and to get contact information for your hosts along with their upcoming coaching and speaking events. Thanks for listening to MP3, Mastering Personality, Perspective, and Productivity, where we believe you need a stronger foundation for a higher elevation.